Welcome back, everybody, to another Doberman Training Podcast. This is your host, the Doberman King. This is Season 2, Episode 22. And today's podcast is Tug of War. We did a post a couple weeks ago on our private Doberman Training group that we have on Facebook about the benefits and why Tug of War is important in many ways. And I'm going to give you some tips and advice on Tug of War. Whether you agree with it or not, I hope you listen to the podcast. But before we get to that, make sure you visit Doberman101.com where you can find our store with collars, leads, harnesses, chew toys, treat dispensers, CBD, vitamins, minerals, and much, much more things in Doberman101.com. Also, you can check out our private Doberman group on Facebook with over 53,000 members. And you can also find our training videos under Doberman Training Techniques on TikTok and YouTube. I think we pretty much have it covered for now. Just hope no more social media platforms come out. Next, on Tug of War, Season 2, Episode 22. So the post said, Tug of War is important for many reasons. Some people, or about 90% of our members agreed with it, and some people disagree with it. But everybody has their opinion and everybody has their training methods. Now, my personal opinion, I'm going to give you a list of positive things that come out of playing tug-of-war with your Doberman. First, you train release. When they're a puppy, they're working on their bite, they're learning their bite, they're understanding the strength of their bite. Don't forget they have 700 and something plus pounds of PSI in that bite. It's one of the strongest dog bites in the world. You can go ahead and do your own research in Google and see how strong their bite is. So you have to learn how to control their bite, what they bite, when they bite, when they release, since they're a puppy. You have to start that from day one, that way they understand. Don't forget to communicate with their mouth, so they do everything with their mouth. One reason, very important, number one is you train release. When you say the word release, they will release. No matter what they're biting, they're going to release. Two, you control their mouth. You're controlling their bite. So. When they're a puppy, they're biting something, you ask them to release. They're not going to release. They're going to do that puppy growl like they're in charge because that's the way they're used to playing with their puppy mates. That's where you reach in and you remove that bite. You remove their bite from whatever object they're biting. And that's going to be a lot easier when they're 10, 12 weeks versus when they're older. So you want to get this out of the way. Three, while you're playing, you're working on the commands. As soon as you're going to go reach for whatever they're biting normally they're going to going to release it once they're trained they're going to understand you don't want them to bite anymore that's where you insert the commands now you will get bitten on accident it's not their fault it's happened to me many times i'm too busy trying to record the right angle and i'm not paying attention and my hand moves too much and they bite my hand but they release immediately because they know they are not allowed to bite your skin that's something that you need to train them and get that out of the way as soon as possible now they're going to start growling. You're going to be able to identify their growl, whether it's a playful growl or it's an aggressive growl. One key thing you can look for in a Doberman if they're getting upset or mad or aggressive is their hairs on their back. So when you see their hair standing up from their top of their head <coughs> excuse me, to their neck, that's about level one. Level two is from the top of the head, mid-back, that's level two. Level three is top of the head, three-fourths of the back, level three, and level four, he's really upset, he's pissed off, is the whole back. So you always want to look out for those things. So you want to control that aggression, whether young, whether playing that tug of war or that bite game. 
Now, necessarily tug of war doesn't have to be with a rope. It could be with a chew toy that has a, a rope connection to it. It could also happen while you're hiking. You're out there hiking. You find a nice sturdy stick. You start playing them with them, and then you show them commands. For example, jump, sit down, patience, lay down. You do a quick command session, a training session on there, and you give them their stick, and they go about their business, and they're running through, through the areas that you're hiking. It helps build confidence, which is great. It's a great workout. Let's say it's a, you got the Arizona heat on you, the Nevada heat on you. You can't go out during the summer. Or you've got those Michigan snowstorms. You can't go outside. Or you've got the Miami thunderstorms. You can't go outside. It's raining too hard. Tug of war is a good way to burn some energy. It teaches them patience, which is great. And like I said before, you go over those commands to allow them to play with that toy. So that toy is a replacement for the treat. So you can allow them to play tug of war with you as a replacement to give them treats because the reward is playing with you and the praise that you're going to give them. And you can also add treat dispensing chew toys, which are great that once you finish playing, <coughs> excuse me, you put that treat inside and you can let them play on their own, chew on their own. So you can also build your own chew toys. Go to the um, hardware store, find yourself a nice thick, thick rope. And you can use that to create a toy. Or sometimes swimming shorts are very resistant. I found those things are good so you can build your own toy and start playing with them. And also, it, don't forget to teach them. It teaches them what they're allowed to bite versus what they can't bite. So in order to avoid those issues, avoid your Doberman tearing up your couch, tearing up your living room, tearing up things you don't want them to bite, make sure you have plenty of chew toys. You get those expenses out of the way. Your average chew toy costs about $19.99, $22.99. That's a very low price to pay if you buy five, six of them. Very low price to pay versus paying for a new mattress, a new couch. There's a lot of things that you don't want them to chew up, so you want them to concentrate on their chew toys. That's why letting them know when they're allowed to play, what they're allowed to bite is very important. That's why tug of war, in my opinion, and a lot of double owners out there and trainers is a good way. Now, a lot of people might say, oh, it builds aggression you're going to make your doberman an aggressive doberman in my opinion that's not true because if you want to see an aggressive doberman try taking away something from them if you're not the owner you're just a stranger that's when you're going to he's going to be very upset but if he's used to on command releasing and people taking things out of him mouth and playing that's something that you want you don't want him to react to somebody because they took something away from them because they they're going to behave with you a certain way and they're going to behave with total strangers a totally different way. You always have to get, um, be heads up and look out for those situations. Don't forget to always watch kids around your Doberman. Some kids don't know how to handle large breed dogs and sometimes they touch them in places they don't like to be touched. So there's always a reason why something happens to avoid those things. Safety first, always be on the lookout and always make sure you are handling your Doberman, touching them everywhere so that way they are used to being touched in places, caressing them, against the grain, their hair, etc. Things that a child might accidentally do and think is okay, so you want to avoid those issues. Don't forget safety first. Always look over your Doberman. Visit Doberman101.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.